You are listening to Late Arrivals, the Anaheim Ducks podcast on the Inside the Rink Network of Podcasts. Now, here are your hosts. Hello and welcome everybody to episode 57 of Late Arrivals. Hi. Ah, season's underway. Yay. I mean, not for not for us yet, but because we're not going to wait basically a whole week, but we're back. Man, we if you're back. not with us on Hawkins Twitch uh, and you're listening to this on Friday, season technically starts tomorrow, which, you know, it's going to be fun. We get to play the Knights. It's totally going to go well. Those games, sure Knights and Ducks games always go really well for us. I'm, I'm I'm really excited, and then it's and then I'm really excited that we don't play the next day against the Carolina Hurricanes. I'm really excited that that's not that that's not what's happening. Yeah, that to be was... fair. The, the Ducks always do good against Carolina for whatever reason. It's weird. And, yep. Now we're gonna they get rocked them last year. <laughs> now we're gonna get rocked eight nothing because you're talking like that. I was just saying historically. <laughs> I I kind of lost my train of thought because I'm watching the Knights score behind Chris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> saying the Golden Knights, and I'm like watching as Michael Amadio is going down the handshake line. I'm like, wait, what, what's happened? Should I turn the TV? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, you, you should be good. Oh, will we get in trouble? I'll no, you're, no, you're, only, you're only showing half of it. I think that's all right. Yeah. Before we start, can we talk about how bad the new NHL redesign is? Bad is the terrible. It's all. It's, it's so it's, bad. All bad. It's all bad. The only the only thing I like, or the only thing about the new app update that I think is actually an improvement is um, uh, the league wide score tab. I think that looks a little bit more modern and better because I felt like on the old app it looked like it was from like Windows two thousand nine or something like that. So that's the <laughs> yeah. only part of the app I think looks a little bit better. But yeah, the rest of it is just a complete disaster. It's like, yeah. hey, please select your favorite team. Cool, you selected the Anaheim Ducks. Thanks. All their information is only in this drop-down tab on the first page and nothing else. <laughs> but you can change yeah. the but you can change the logo of the app to be your favorite team. Like I don't know, it's it, it's a shit show. I don't know. I I mean, it's the NHL. Can't say we're surprised, but download your tickets on the Honda Center app. So much easier. I mean, can't you add them to your wallet too? Yeah. 714. <laughs> <laughs> Too early to be saying that, Lou. It's uh, not that part of the notes yet. <laughs> just, just, just throwing it out there. Then the questions, and uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Play the outro. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get to talking about the roster, we have to talk about uh, you know known fraud Pat Verbeek not getting the job done and not signing Jamie Drysdale. Oh wait, no, he did do that. <laughs> oh, have we have we not? No, the no. episode. The episode. We were on the night before, weren't we? Yeah, we sure no. were. That's right. Yeah, I forgot we about that. Sure were. Yeah, so Jamie's done. I mean, three years, two point three mil. I mean, I, I, I said it on Twitter. I mean, the, the Ducks got to be stoked with that. I mean, I think we were all, we were all thinking Jamie was, well, you know, we we had heard the rumors that that Drysdale's camp was asking for more of the Jake Sanderson type deal. And we all, I think everybody kind of knew that that was going to be going to be pretty difficult for him to get close to realistically, just, you know, given the fact he only played 
a handful of games last year before missing the rest of the season. So um, I think, I think, you know, that eight by eight or like whatever the Sanderson deal was, I think that was always a long shot for Jamie, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I certainly wasn't expecting uh, the AAV to be as low as, as 2.3. So, I mean, I mean, that's, that's a huge win for Pat Verbeek and the Ducks to get Jamie at that, at that low of a bridge deal. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was, I was in the, I was in the middle of a circle K buying a, buying a bang energy drink on the way to the gym. When I got the, <laughs> when I got the Pierre Lebrun notification on Twitter. Yeah. And I'm literally, I'm standing and I'm the only one in the circle K and like, it's a, it's a smaller, a smaller circle K. It's like right by my house, right before you get on the freeway. I'm the only one in the circle K and it's just the dude standing up there. And like, I'm looking at the fridge and I literally have like my hand in the fridge and I'm like grabbing one of the drinks. And like, I'm looking at my phone at the same time and I see this come up and I literally go, yes. And I like throw my hands up in the air and I fling the drink out of, out of the thing. And it smacks against the display of like power bars or candy, whatever. Jesus Christ. And I'm just like, uh, uh oh, and I turn around and I put it back and I walk up to the dude, and it was this older like, I don't know, it it was just like this older you know gas station attendant at the front desk, and I put it down and I'm like sorry, and he literally is like shaking his head as I'm walking up, and I'm like oh, <laughs> but, yeah. So that was Breaking how I stuff. celebrated the Jamie Drysdale thing by chucking a bang energy drink across a circle keg. But sick, <laughs> I'm sure you all did the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure did. Cool, great. I I was I was sitting back and I was just like really like we posted the episode and then we got the cryptic Jamie picture and it was just like like are you for real come on (laughs) I was just more upset than it was so close to happening on a Wednesday like come on you almost called both Chris you're that close ah almost Almost. that was fun while it lasted that was a fun time (laughs) what a rush well was it still (laughs) Wednesday like in the furthest western of the Pacific at that time it could have been maybe maybe As jimmy buffett always said it's wednesday somewhere <laughs> sure did. that was the lyrics right yeah something like that oh, oh we... duck, duck on the left is so me because <laughs> lou's blocking oh, it yeah. a beer uh, <laughs> yeah he's holding I'll a get way. i'll get out of the way yeah shout out shout out bing image creator <laughs> Yeah, if you're listening, Lou has a AI background of our podcast. Of the of our podcast, and there are two. There are three podcasters. I don't know. Like apparently, there's only three of us now. I'm um, the deformed seal that Lou's blocking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a seal in the middle. I'll get the middle like podcaster it. is a seal, and then the two uh, podcasters on each side of the seal are like, what are they? Are they? They're not ducks. They're like seagulls. They look like seagulls. They're some kind of bird. Yeah, um, they look like seagulls. Wearing ducks jerseys. Yeah, wearing ducks jerseys. One is in a gray ducks jersey. Not going to lie, it kind of looks cool. Sneak, pre- sneak peek? Laugh. <laughs> yeah, whoa. <laughs> Dropping news. There are like other seals on the table. Like if, if Lou moves over a little bit, there's like a seal that has like a face on its ass. <laughs> yeah, you can just see like the eyes. I just like that it says podast and then on the podast. right podcast. And I love how we're snacking as well. You can see that we're snacking. Looks like we got some nuts on the table. Like, yeah, just you know, I mean, I mean nuts. classic snack of some kind of bird. walnuts, you know. Yeah, some bird food. I don't yeah. know what that would what that is, but yeah, they very all look, cool image. They all look hammered too. 
like they all look so yeah they, yeah they do like yeah yeah they look like they're having a good time which is nice they look this happy is hilarious that we're even talking about this because this means nothing for people that aren't watching the twitch yeah i know <laughs> like that's why i try to just yeah. i try to describe what it we should we should like, make this but... a clip for on twitter for yeah for i will yeah I'll, I'll clip it that's an easy clip yeah so jamie three years 2.3 <laughs> mil i mean it's it's yeah i mean i mean glad we got both him and z done before you know before the start of the season both him and z were able to get a couple preseason games in under their belt so you know like like we all talked about it was totally okay and it was totally um it it, it was totally acceptable to express concern and frustration as camp started and they still weren't signed that was totally fine um it was totally fine to express you know criticism of how Verbeek was handling it given um, hand, handling the negotiations with both Zegers and Drysdale, um, given all the information we had heard right before they actually ended up both signing. Um, so that was completely fair, but I mean, I mean, I mean, Hey, look, it got done at the end of the day. We fortunately do not have to talk about this anymore until we're back at it again next year with Mason McTavish, but, um, yay. Yay. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, I mean, it got done. Both of them were able to get a couple preseason games in under their belt and, and, and Trevor Zegers and Jamie Drysdale are, are going to be in the opening night lineup on the, on Saturday and they'll be in the home opener lineup on Sunday. So I think that's a win for everybody. We can all kind of relax and breathe, but just, uh, yeah. Happy that's out. Very exciting. Yep. Jamie, Jamie looks pretty swole in his, uh, yeah, he, does. His interview back. he looks thick. He's been on that. He's been on that Olin Zellweger bulk. Five oh, Jesus. A day. Yeah. He looks definitely looks a little bit thicker. I mean, I'm mean, a couple of the a couple of the defensemen look a lot thicker. Pavel Mintukov looks a lot bigger. Um, mm-hmm. Went to the game, uh, the preseason game against Coyotes last week on Thursday, and um, I was uh, I was standing down in the two hundreds for warm ups with uh, with our good pal Ryan. Shout out Ryan the Mouse. Um, <laughs> got me in for Sweet. free. Thanks Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> free. I didn't have to spend six bucks on a preseason ticket. Saved a lot of cash. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we were standing down there just watching warm ups, having a beer, and. Um, like I leaned over and I said to Ryan, I'm like, geez, because I, I hadn't seen Mantukov in person since last year's training camp uh, before mm-hmm. he got before he got cut and sent back to the OHL. And I was like, man, he he he, he just looks thicker. And 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 we'll talk a little bit more about Pavel Mantukov because we're going to be talking about him a little bit more over the next couple of weeks. But um, yeah, Jamie, Jamie looks like he's packed on weight, which I think is good. Um, you know, sounds like to sounds like he's pretty motivated you know i know i know there was like i don't know if it i don't know if it was if it was um uh steven's quote or if it was um a quote from Derek lee but um you know he kind of mentioned how you know he he was the day that he found out that he was going to be pretty much out for the year last year he said it was like one of the toughest days of his the toughest days of his entire life i think is what he said so and he's he's itching to get back sounds like he's pretty motivated so um yeah Excited for Jamie this year because we missed out on a lot of him last year. And um, yeah, ex- just excited for him to be back. Well, the roster did get trimmed to our opening night roster. Um, but before we get into naming that and rattling off, you know, who, who made it and who got sent down, um, the Ducks kind of claimed a warm body with Leo Carlson out and Ross Johnston from the uh, Islanders. He's uh, certainly one of the hockey players of all time. He's a he's a hockey player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, Ross Johnson. I mean, I mean, 
the fourth line winger, a big body, six five. You know, he'll 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 put in some work. You know, he can fight a little bit. He's not great. Um, you know, I mean, that's, I thought he was. That's kind of really all I have to defenseman, say. To be he's, honest a, with. he's a left shot. I mean, you know, like Jake said, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's probably just a warm body claim while while uh, Leo's out, you know, for the first couple games of the season. And we'll, we'll get into the Carlson injury as well. Cause that happened, uh, that happened after last pod. So um, yeah, I mean, I mean, really, really nothing to speak of there. I mean, it's a, it's a fourth line waiver claim. Like, I don't think we need to, we need to really hand ring or. Byron 44. Because we have Leo Carlson, Alex Kalorn and Isaac Lundestrom out right now and Brock McGinn that are all out right now. So, like, I doubt Ross Johnson is going to be a consistent member of this lineup once all those guys are back. So, it's really it's really nothing to... Do we know what's wrong with Brock McGinn? I think he was having a... I think... I don't know where I saw it. I think he was having a baby. So, he was on the... Oh, pro- okay. And then I think... And then I think he aggravated something in practice. So, he's... Oh. I think he's just like Leo. Like, he's day-to-day. So, oh, like, okay. the first two games, I think... There I might be something going on with Radko Gudis lingering from the cup final. Is there? No, is I mean, Lou, is Lou breaking news right now? Well, <laughs> no, that was no, that was just that's, that, a, that's like, a theory in the crash the pond discord. Yeah. Why they kept so many defensemen? That's not. Um, that's not official. Yeah, you know, just kind of going back and forth, like, oh, you know, we know Gudis was banged up in the final for the Panthers last year, and you know, maybe he, maybe he's not completely back up to speed. Now, again, this is just all speculation. We don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's, it's not the reason why they it's kept not real news. And getting into keeping so many defensemen, Jake. Well, notably, like uh, Connor had mentioned, Pavel Minchukov stays with the uh, the big club. Tristan Leno stays up. Uh, Jackson Lacombe stays up as well. Um, and then rounded out by the guys you'd expect to be on the roster, Fowler, Gudis, Labushkin, um, and, of course, Jamie. Um, Jamie. Forward-wise, I wouldn't say there was really anybody that stayed up outside of I mean, the obvious being Leo Carlson being here for the year, um, mm-hmm. you know, also bolstered by the fact that they let him choose his big boy number already, which you know, nobody thought uh, was gonna happen. that was sexy. Yeah, I kind of like one. I like that they dropped the Beau Grew uh, number change first. <laughs> Beau Grew switching from 50 to 24, 24 solid numbers. So, yeah, you kind of put that out there. It's just like like they let it kind of sit there for like 15 minutes and everyone was like, oh, cool. Yeah, Beau Grew, you know made the team he should be slotting into that to that third line center role with Lundestrom out with Sam Carrick centering the fourth line so cool and then the bomb dropped with that sick sick graphic of Leo Carlson switching from 37 his rookie camp I mean I mean can we even say it was his rookie number because he's not even going to wear it in a a game switch from his rookie camp number gets his big number right away Leo Carlson wearing number 91 I mean looks hot Hardest number since in Cam Fowler's, they've done that. Hardest number in hockey. My favorite hockey number. I mean, that's why you guys know. That's why my tag everywhere is 91. It's my favorite hockey number. So super, was super stoked to see that. I mean, I will. I was already kind of thinking about just getting the Leo jersey just because I'm such a big fan of him and mm-hmm. just getting that 37. But I mean, now, like, I mean, now that he's got the 91 just straight off the bat. Who, who, who were the last players to wear 91 and 24? Sergey Fedorov, only Fedorov, right? Other, yeah, is the only Did other. Carter Rowney wore twenty four. Yeah, Rowney wore twenty four. Uh, Simone Dupre wore twenty four. Okay, yeah. yeah. So technically, Rowney would be the last one, but they're like the last two. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, and Leo's only the second player in franchise history to wear 91 after, yeah. after the boys Sergey So Sergey. Exciting. It's gonna look sick. He's gonna look so good with 91. He wore 91 in Sweden. Um yeah. So yeah, you know, not not a not too surprised there. Whenever, whenever like last season, I was making like the funny edits of like, you know, um, Bedard in a Ducks jersey or Leona Ducks jersey. I always put him at 91. So it's good to yeah. see that kind of come to fruition. But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, a Carlson jersey will be in the will be in the card at some point this year. So super, super exciting to see. I love that we're doing away with the whole like if you're a high profile guy, you're get and you make the team, you're getting your number right away. Um, mm-hmm. I get it for you know if you're not a if you're not a high end first round guy, like you want to give them a rookie number if they're probably not going to be on the team. Did Adam Fantilli get his big boy number? Yeah, yeah. he's wearing eleven. Eleven. Yeah. 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 So top yeah. three picks. Yeah. Shout out to him too. He got his first NHL point tonight. It was an yeah. assist. Bedard with his first two points, an assist in the first game, and a goal last night. So, his nice wraparound goal last night. It was pretty yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Good on Connor. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the the biggest thing is, uh, you know, a lot of praise has been kind of given to Pat that you know they they really are embracing the youth finally. And three rookies with no NHL experience, uh, all making the team certainly is a big step, especially considering how shit last year was. Um, but I mean, clearly, you know, Pat was waiting until he got his guy. He got what, you know, until he had his way and could control the variables to really kind of embrace it. And I think that's the thing that, you know, maybe his has kind of been what people have been like missing the last, I'd say maybe like year, year and a half um, is, you know, we can clamor all we want about, Oh, you know, Aiken should have been playing more of the young kids. They should have had more of the young kids up last year. And it's like, what, what would have been the point of that? Yeah. Because everyone knew Aikens was, was a lame duck coach. Like they would have had to have won the cup for Aikens to come back. Um. You know, it wouldn't have made sense to have all these kids come up. You know, we we got to see Hellison, we got to see Lacombe, we got to see, you know, Zellweger go to San Diego and kind of the the wheels put in motion a little bit, but it's nice to see that, you know, with the first real season of what Verbeek has built from a coaching perspective, from a roster perspective, like they're they're trusting the kids finally. Yeah. Um isn't going to be pretty probably not you know i i still think it's it's very it'd be a a little crazy to think we're a playoff team this year but i mean the fact that all of these people or all these players are up just kind of reinforces that you know we might be a stopgap team for a veteran guy on a one-year deal the next couple years of just like hey you know come fill out your career and play with a bunch of these talented kids. Um, you know, we're going to need bodies until everybody's yeah. ready, but it's nice that those steps are actually in place now, just because I think that's what we've been waiting for since, you know, the first really couple bad years under Murray, you know, yeah. that like 2018, that 2019 season, especially after the the 25th season, like, Oh my God. Yeah it's been a long time coming to this moment and, you know, it took a lot longer than I think we all hoped, but it's happening. You know, the kids are, are going to play a big role on, on this team finally. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not so much going to be sink or swim, but you know, it's going to be a real big opportunity 
And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on Carlson and the sack being out, but you know, this is Mason McTavish's team. This is Trevor Zegers's team. This is, you know, even Troy Terry to an extent, you know, he's not exactly, you know, in that age bracket anymore. He's, I would consider Terry a veteran at this point. Yeah. But you know, they're, they're what's coming and they're, or what's going to be, you know, the next era of this team. And it's, it's nice to be at this point because it, it means that regardless of the result, like the hockey, to me, the, the hockey could be dog shit, but yeah. as long as we're still getting lessons learned, you know, the guys are still looking at things in a positive light. And I, that's been a big thing. It's, you know, every time a practice ends, you know, Derek has been incredible with, you know, asking, you know, really, really good questions to the guys and stuff. And, you know, even the other reporters, like you're getting good answers where last year it was just, Oh yeah. You know, everyone's trying, trying hard out there, but now like they pull one guy aside and he's like, yeah, you know, he, you know, Cronin had me do this and I didn't think of it this way. And it's weird, but it's kind of clicking and it's like, we haven't heard that, you know? It's yeah. the first time in a while that it's really felt like it's a new, it's a new era. Mm-hmm. It's a new, like, you know, I know, I know we had Verbeek last year and, um, um, and, you know, a little bit of the year before. And, um, but I think, I think, you know, like Jake said, like it takes time for, you know, Verbeek to get all his guys in and, and, you know, for him to, for him to get everything in place to, you know, to really officially launch this. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a positive trend in Verbeek's decision-making, like I said on Twitter the other day, to be to prioritize and reward young guns who have earned it and have earned a shot at the NHL level. And I think, I think we've seen that um, with, with the final roster decision. I mean, I mean, I, I really have no qualms with, with the final roster at all. Like, I don't, I don't see anything where I'm like, Oh no, this guy should be up over this guy or mm-hmm. this guy got sent down. Like, no, it all, it all made sense. And it all Best kind of possible roster they could have. It all kind of reflected what we saw in preseason. And so, you know, super stoked guys like Lacombe making the team, you know, I, I think, I think he played himself into lock category of making the roster. Great to see Mintukov get rewarded and, you know, for, for his stellar preseason play, getting the spot on the team and, um, you know, the guys like Bo grew, you know, I know we have a couple of injuries up front. So maybe that was made a little bit easier for him, but you know, it's, it's even, even that, with injuries, like, yeah, it, it like, kind of feel like it was time for him to get a shot because yeah, yeah, we've seen perfect, glimpses of right. him with injuries and stuff, but like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was the perfect opportunity to be like, okay, you're going to be given a role, go do it. And I think that that, the, I think this is a positive trend in the right direction. You know, Jake mentioned, you know, we're, we're hearing a lot more, in-depth and a lot more promising answers from players from the coaching staff and what we're hearing in interviews in preseason a couple games after preseason as well so you know things things are trending in the right direction now like I want to say you know Jake also mentioned it as well you know this isn't us trying to say oh we're going to be pushing for a wild card spot this year like no I don't I don't think that is the right mentality to go into this season with I think I think with a season like this pigeonholing yourself into a scenario of oh they need to finish at this spot or we need to be you know pushing for a wild card spot or like we need to make a new jersey devils buffalo sabers type of step like i i i personally don't think that's the right 
mentality to have going into the season. I think it should be process, system, and development over standings results. Like it may take a little bit for, for, you know, Cronin to fully implement a system and for everything to start clicking. Like that yeah. could take a while. Like it's not just preseason. Um, that may take a while. And, you know, as long as we're seeing positive steps in the right direction, and as long as we're seeing the systems come to fruition, no matter how long they take, I think that's a win for this season. I think mm-hmm. like it, for me, it doesn't matter where we finish. I, now I, now that doesn't mean I that doesn't mean I think we're going to be bottom three again. I don't think that is going to happen unless everything goes completely wrong. But I, I just think I'm already seeing people get a little bit too ahead of themselves, <laughs> and try to be like, oh, we need, oh, we're an 80, 80 point team, eighty five point team. Like I like that's a little aggressive for me when we've only seen preseason hockey. Um, if yeah. we can get there, fucking fantastic. That's great. I'm just not willing to put that kind of expectation on this team yet. Um, because I think the first half of the season, the absolute priority, absolute priority needs to be proper system implementation, um, development of the young guys, and getting just all your, for lack of a better term, all your ducks in a row. She uh, said that. <laughs> so that's kind of my thoughts going into this, uh, going into this year. You know, it's it's a little bit different of last year when you know we were just kind of preaching vibes. I guess it's kind of vibes. <laughs> I guess it's kind of vibes again, but yeah. um, we see a track and we see a direction. And I think as long uh, as we see yeah. a track and we see a positive direction, that's a win for this season. Um, I don't think pigeonholing yourself into a specific standings finish is the right way to go about it. Now, you know, if if we do see steps forward and we do see systems that work go into place, yeah, that should reflect in the standings a little bit. But I don't think that an arbitrary point number arbitrary standings finish is like the be all end all framework for deciding whether the season is a is a success uh you know a, a a mean average or a failure yeah so yeah this season can be vibes plus we'll do vibes plus vibes plus <laughs> i like that the vibes, vibes plus. plus yeah um maybe next year will be vibes plus live tv and we'll have our own station anyway <laughs> i was gonna say like the crone and stuff like if anyone thinks that, I mean, hey, if you want to think this way, that's totally cool. You can do whatever you want. You know, you're free to do whatever you want. But if you think that we're going to get into game one, game two, even game five, ten, and you think Cronin's system is going to be like set and everyone's going to be perfect and this team is going to be a whole new team and a great system and they're just firing and all on all cylinders and winning all these games. I mean, you're going to have to like relax a little bit because. The preseason is only what, like six games, seven games. And you can't even really base it off of that because the lineup is different every single night. There's different bodies in there. Like nobody is playing with the same guys most nights. So we're really not going to see, like, I won't be surprised if, if things don't settle in until we're like well into the twenties, thirties of games played, it's going to probably take a little bit. And I think people need to have some patience. I know that's a lot to ask for some people, but and especially because we're playing three contending teams <laughs> right out of the gate, two, two of which were conference <laughs> finalists, and yeah, one of yeah. which won the Stanley Cup. Um, yeah, you know, it, to your point, like yeah, there there definitely needs to be a little a little bit of a breather, a little little pump into the brakes on that, just because you know. The NHL is a is a copycat league. 
Um, a lot of teams are going to be trying to play that Vegas style of hockey. And the mm-hmm. fact that our first month is Vegas, Carolina, back to back for opening weekend, yeah. the Dallas stars, um, after a couple days break, uh, the coyotes, um, the Bruins twice in one week, <laughs> and then the blue jackets, the flyers and the penguins to round out the month. Yeah. We're getting so- our, getting our yearly early East coast road swing out of the way. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Kind of oh. weird that they're doing the 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 back-to-backs and then not like uh Saturday Sunday and then not playing again until Thursday when they're still home. It's not like they're traveling. So and they play like weird. Boston like, like opening schedules um teams the last couple of years have just been a little wonky. But yeah. they play Boston twice in like five games or something. Yeah. Twice in three games. We play them at home, and then we play somebody on the road, and then Columbus. I think we start yeah, the road and trip. We play Colum- and then we go to Columbus, and we go to Boston the next game. Yeah, yeah. it's Columbus, yeah. Columbus, yeah. Boston, Philly, Pittsburgh. Yeah. So it's a yeah, we're gonna be October. October is gonna be wild. We're always traveling at the end of October. It's about the same thing every year, so nothing really new. Mm-hmm. And really quick before we move on, did anyone say uh, Jamie's AAV? Yeah, it's a uh, uh, 6.9. Right, that's the total. Yeah, 6.9 total. I wrote, I wrote AAV uh, on accident. Okay. But still, 6.9. <laughs> nice. Thank nice. you. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, before before we move on, one last thing on kind of what we're talking about. You know, I, I know we spent a lot of last year, not, not to say we have to, to own up to – to being very high on the team last year. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, like, I, I know there's a lot of kind of talk in the fan base right now, you know, of course, because of the draft, of course, you know, it, it happens. You know, everyone talks about, oh, the GM's not doing this, the GM's not doing that. You know, we had the yearly meme of, oh, Bob Murray's not going to wake up on the opening of free agency and, we're going to sign, you know, three uh, bottom six guys and call it, call it an off season. But, you know, I, I think we weren't in over our heads thinking that last year was going to be better than it was. Um, I just think having a new GM was very exciting to us. <laughs> um, and again, not to say we have to explain ourselves here, but there is a lot yeah. of this. So like, Oh, you know, where, where are all the people that were, you know, drooling at Verbeek's feet last year of, you know, oh, he can't do any wrong. And, you know, it, it, it's a little early for that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, the draft may have not gone our way. Yeah, you could say free agency was a little weird, but we're also rebuilding. These things yeah. take time. It's hard to say the guy's tenure has been a failure when he's just worked a full season. Yeah, it's it's weird to jump off a cliff right away, though, at the same time, like like you're saying, you know, like there's two sides of it. You can either be like, oh, he can do no wrong, or it's like everything he does is so wrong that he needs to be fired. It's like, can we just like, I don't know. I, I guess I have like a bigger window for, for new GMs and stuff. Like, I don't know, you kind of give him some time. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, tell this guy to get or ask this guy to get fired over like 
you know, if, six if, months. Of- if we're three years down the line and, and we're kind of teetering like the, the senators do every year where it's like they add, you know, they get Alex to last year and everyone's like, oh, this is possibly the thing that makes them a playoff team again. Yeah. And then they're in the situation they they're in now where they kind of just shuffled things around, got a better goalie and it's just kind of the same. Yeah. Like if that's happening, oh hell yeah. You know, he's Absolutely. he's he's apt for criticism, but Absolutely. let's let's just take a breath. I say it almost every episode. Let's just everybody collectively breathe. This is going to be a fun year. Like I think I hate to say that the nostalgia of it being an anniversary year is going to kind of take away from the on ice product. But I mean, that happened with the 25th. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the one season I was a season ticket holder and I sat through <laughs> all 10 games that they lost on that losing streak that they had that season. Yeah. And I left every game just like, eh, okay, whatever they lost, like who fucking cares. <laughs> and it was because like it, it, it at least kept us engaged. Mm hmm. You know, it, yeah, it, it's hard to say that, oh, I was having fun, you know, watching Pontus Aberg be the be the hero every night, you know, <laughs> and just because they wore one of the Mighty Duck alternates and warm ups, you know, I was happy for the night. Like, no, obviously, yeah. I want to see them win. Like, I love this <laughs> team, but I don't know. I, I think there's a lot more that's going to go into it. And it, it's it's a year for growth and it's a year to celebrate like. It's going to be fun. We got to just all have fun while we can. 30 years. Let's have some fun. Well, to not have fun, we'll we'll, we'll switch topics here. (laughs) But after uh, all the Jamie Drysdale news, um, the the moment Twitter stood still was uh, Derek (laughs) posting that uh, Leo Carlson went down at practice. That was a rough Um, one. We still don't really know what happened. Um, there was never a video never of anything a prognosis right? never uh there was never a video posted but uh Fe- well, felix I mean, was on barn. derek was there and felix saw it on live barn and apparently what happened it was just, it was just a one-on-one rush drill mm-hmm. and leo was heading down the wing opening uh was heading down the wing attacking the offensive zone apparently he just lost an edge and slammed into the and and slammed into the boards uh, apparently he'd was down for a while, got up pretty gingerly um, and needed help off the ice and wasn't really able to put any weight on his right skate. So I um, think, you know, last Friday was, you know, a little bit of a <laughs> a little bit of a tense time, you know, because we knew we probably weren't going to hear anything until the next day. Um, you know, mm-hmm. people, I think we were assuming the worst, you know, yeah. assuming Achilles. People were speculating if it was a knee, um, you know, low high ankle sprain you know we just we just weren't sure everyone was just kind of collectively holding their breath and then thankfully we got that news from elliot friedman um the next morning that um that the injury was not as bad as the team feared um and that's kind of really all we got um and that's still what he's kind of holding yeah the the last 32 thoughts he said the same thing it was just that they we lucked out and avoided the worst which is what matters (laughs) yeah and he's you know he he he's on a non-roster IR to start the season, which is not like normal IR, which means he has to be on IR for seven days before he's activated. Um, non-roster IR means he can be activated at, at any time that they deem him healthy. Now, um, I think Greg Beecham came out today uh, and said that he talked to Leo and Leo is not anticipating that he'll play 
uh, the two games this weekend. So it sounds like he'll be missing the first two games of the season, um, you know, which, which is a bit of a bummer. You know, we won't have Leo for the opening weekend. We won't have him for the home opener, which is, which is, you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, that does suck, but uh, Leo did say that he will be back next week. And, um, you know, like Jake said, when we were going over the schedule right there, we have, you know, we're at Vegas on Saturday. We're at, or, or we're at home against Carolina the next day. And then we have, um, then we have Dallas Monday, four days later. Off, and then we play Dallas mm-hmm. at home on Thursday. So I would anticipate Leo will be in for that game against Dallas on Thursday of next week. But um, yeah, but I mean, I mean, for all intents and for all intensive purposes, you know, we, we lucked out. We got probably the best case scenario with that. So, I mean, there's absolutely no need to rush him back. So yep. yeah, he'll be, he'll be, he'll be in the lineup next week and everything will be all systems go. So just hope. Yep. Well, it's been a while since we've been able to do this, but we can uh, preview some games. Oh do we have goodness. any predictions for the uh, two very fun games we're going to have this weekend? Christ. Ah, uh, well, man um watch the i just watched the knights what yesterday um pretty much take care of business over the kraken pretty pretty easily and that's the uh, kraken the kraken the kraken didn't look good no, they not did not really. no they they didn't um but still uh i'm gonna say saturday against vegas um I say we lose like five two. <laughs> that's what yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just um, that's that's like the typical. It seems like a good Vegas number. Score. Yeah, it seems like a good score for us against the Knights. And then the home opener. I'm hoping that the guys are a little juiced for the home opener. You know, the whole plum carpet thing. You know, the arrival of the team and that that kind of the pump up to that. Maybe they'll be kind of jazzed up. Still think we lose, but maybe they'll be a little jazzed and they'll have more energy um, even though it's a back-to-back. And I say, maybe we take Carolina to overtime and we lose three, two. I say they win five, four in overtime. Five, four. I yeah. got to agree with Lou, but I'm going to say four, three. All right. The game against Vegas is going to be rough. Like it always is. So I'm not, uh, I can't, I'd be lying if I said I'm expecting we go into Vegas and get a win, but um, and then having a, a good team like Carolina back to back the next day, yeah, not looking good. So I, <laughs> for whatever reason though, they win their home opener every year. I say, I'll say a three-two overtime loss to Carolina. Okay, so I think we start zero and two just because you know that that you know that opponent matchup doesn't really do us any favors but um i think i think we keep the sunday game close that would be ideal <laughs> that'd be nice <laughs> <sighs> well sunday is gonna be uh a lot of fun i'm definitely looking forward to it i i'm probably- too Probably You're gonna all say going, it's right? gonna be like one yep. of one of two or three games I make all year. So <laughs> I will I uh, cherish it. I will I will be there. And I know Lou and Jake will too. Mm-hmm. So maybe uh maybe we, we do a, a meetup? team store meetup as always. Just yeah. hang out for a little bit, have a beer. Yeah. Maybe I'll get on TV again. <laughs> <laughs> that video fucking <laughs> takes me out every time I watch it. Seriously. Just because I was not ready for it. Lou is perfectly dead center between the two. I didn't even know they were live, honestly. I just waved just just 
to see if they were. See the wave killed saw. me, honestly. The little wave. And then the slow turnaround. Just learned slow turnaround. <laughs> to just continue to stand there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shout but, out Bally uh, for capturing that video, though. I'm excited uh, to see the um, anniversary jerseys, at least, for the home opener. Yeah, I, I kind of forgot in the last two weeks that they were wearing those for the home opener. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of randomly remembered that they were. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. They gave and us a seeing... sneak peek of the rest of the uniform today. Yeah. I like that not the, the gloves, socks, though. I like that the gloves have a lot of green in them. So it's not the just fingers like... are Yeah, the fingers are the jade. It's not just all eggplant, which was... Yeah. I mean, the whole uniform, the primary color is eggplant. Um, but I mean, the pants look good because they look like the old Mighty Duck style. Yes. The purple helmet. <sighs> and holy shit. Dostal and Gibson's masks, both. I mean, Dostal wearing all eggplant and jade, like, yeah. ad-wise, it's, it's going to be quite the look. Now that you brought that up, let me see what the poll looks like. I did a poll on the LAP account asking which uh, anniversary mask you like most. Oh, those stalls, hundred percent. Those stalls. Those stalls was way cooler. Yeah, very. Cool. I like Gibby's more. Um, so far, those stalls mask is winning with sixty nine percent of the vote. Nice, nice. Uh-huh. A lot of six nines up in this piece. <laughs> but it's gonna be. It's gonna suck that there's not gonna be uh, any uh, any jerseys at all for sale. At the team store because aren't they still <laughs> yeah. on pre-order? Yep. I think so. <laughs> yeah. T-shirts. So, I mean that that's a little disappointing, but get, I mean, get your t-shirt. <laughs> get your t-shirt. Get your Leo Carlson '91 shirt. I just want to know who screwed, I ordered who screwed that, that up. I ordered that one. Oh, did you? Yeah, I ordered the Leo '91 t-shirt. Nice. <laughs> I just want to know who screwed that up. That we're not going to be able to get them till next year. Who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so annoying. So yeah, LAP uh, meet up. Go see the dudes. Before we transition into uh, our ads and just kind of the, the rapid fire we're going to do to keep things a little brief tonight. Uh, the ESHL team is official. We uh, secured our Mighty Seals name. Have a couple people on the team already. Um, I mean, I... Sat for a couple hours, made the jerseys. We just got to start playing and getting logos yeah. and stuff. And and you said that you want to start that on a Sunday? Yeah. So the plan Sunday. still is to stream on Sundays. I'm going to mess around and get my Xbox hooked up with Streamlabs because I think it's hooked up to my normal Twitch account, like my not the lap one. Oh, okay. So I'll need to get that squared away, but I'm going to do that tomorrow. Um, it's fun. I can say I'm actually enjoying an NHL game for once. Nice. <laughs> um, I think I have just been playing shooters and stuff for a little too long since I got my Xbox again, and it's nice to change it up. But yeah, um, you know, we've put the the sheet out there a couple times. I'll probably put it out again tomorrow after the episode's up. But if you do want to join, 
Um, the only limitation is because I am on the Series X, which is the current gen console, we can only do crossplay with PS5. Um, mm-hmm. So the game is crossplay, but if you have a PS5 or a Series X, um, you are able to join the club. Um, the forms, I think, five questions. You just put your gamer tag and what position you like playing. And I think I put like just describe how you play nhl or something like that yeah Um, like yeah kind of like your your skill level i think you put something yeah like like to describe how maybe how often you play or how good you think you are yeah um that's not to again not to say that we're going to be you know pushing and playing against nasher and all his all his buddies but um guys you know (laughs) I, i want it to be fun for everybody um I'm not the best player, but you know, it's fun to yeah. hang out and yeah. play. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun just to hang out and and check it out, play, or if you just want to watch us play, you don't have to join in on the gameplay. If you don't like playing, if you don't know how to play, you can watch and just hang out in the chat. Be a lot of fun. Be fun Sunday night stuff. Yeah, as long as there's not games, I think that's what I'm gonna do. Make sure that we're not playing. Um, at the very least, a home game. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's say it's like an earlier start, yeah, you know, like they're playing on the road on the East Coast somewhere, you know, maybe. Um, but you know, pretty sure all of us want to pay attention to the game. I certainly know that if I have the option to watch the game, I'm not going to be wanting to play NHL. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, again, you know, the Mighty Seals are a thing. So, I'm so excited for the jerseys, dude. They look so good. Yeah. All right. You want to get into our, our ads? Yeah. Um, before I jump into that, just a quick reminder to go follow the Late Arrivals pod on all of our, our social channels, Twitter, Instagram. Twitter and Instagram are our main, our main things that we use. Um, so make sure you're following us over there. Um, follow us on Twitch. Maybe subscribe if you're if you're feeling like it um subscribe to the inside the rink youtube channel uh, you can find all our episodes there outside of twitch because at least on youtube they're there forever where twitch once we're done they're like what are they on here for like two weeks and then they disappear so Something like um, that. yeah so at least youtube if you want to subscribe over to inside the rink if you want to watch old episodes i think you can probably start watching from like 50 so there's not a ton yet on there because we started kind of late on the YouTube game, but it's okay. Um, PS, yeah, make sure you're following us all over there. Uh, go uh, check out our link tree. It's in all of our bios on our um, socials, and you can find us everywhere. Where to shop, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, so let's get into the ads here. Um, <clears throat> if you'd like to support us uh, here at LAP, our network inside the rink, as an affiliate link for you to sign up for ESPN Plus, visit insidetherink.com slash ESPN and sign up today. Signing up with that link helps not only us, but the network hosting us. NHL season's in full swing now. We're moving on to what we're in. We're on, we just finished up or finishing up day three of the season. So uh, if you don't have ESPN Plus yet, go ahead and get it. You can get all of your out-of-market hockey games, NHL games, um yeah it's a lot of fun it's very easy to navigate find all your games you can choose 
it's just like center ice. You can, you know, you click on a game and you can choose which feed you want. If you want, like today I was watching the Sabres Rangers. If you want the Rangers feed or the Sabres feed, you have your choice. So that's always fun. That's inside the rink.com slash ESPN. Um, and a big weekend, a big weekend for the Ducks with their back-to-backs in Vegas, home opener Sunday against the Hurricanes. So as you all know by now, if you don't, then you're probably very new here, but we are partnered with 714 Tickets um, to get you, our fans, deals on tickets for any event you plan on attending. Use code LAP, all caps, LAP at checkout for 10% off your order. Um, go get your home opener tickets if you don't have them yet. Um, should be fun against the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes are a fun team. Um, Hurricanes will be playing their second of back-to-backs against us because they're playing in LA on Saturday night. So we might see Freddie in net for the Hurricanes. We you don't know. So maybe you see Freddie Anderson. Um, go get your Dodgers championship series tickets. Oops, oh, I mean, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> if uh if there's some people listening in in uh wonderful arizona um go get your d-backs tickets go snakes the, go snakes go watch some snakes baseball here in phoenix um but yeah code lap all caps lap gets you 10 percent off anything it doesn't have to be sports it could be any any event that's in town go check them out um they've been very good to us uh, we love those guys over there. So 714 tickets is the place to buy. No service fees. No service fees. That should win you over right there. Last one, shift hockey. We all know. <laughs> Shifthockey.com. Uh, Go there. Um, if you uh, use our code LAP10, all caps, L-A-P, and then 10, the, the number 10, uh, you get 10% off your order. They have some very nice merch, hoodies, uh, hats. Got some nice, nice dad hats. Um, you can get your hockey sticks, uh, gloves. You know, if you got your league that's just starting, um, whatever league that may be, grab some hockey sticks. A lot cheaper than your other brands out there that are, you know, making you miss out on rent or maybe your groceries because your hockey stick was so much damn money and you're in trouble now because now you can't eat. Anyway, shifthockey.com, cheap, <laughs> cheaper sticks. I've heard they're very good. I need to get a stick myself still for when I play ball hockey because I'm so serious. I play ball hockey. It's a real thing. It's an actual league. Um, good for but yeah, I'll have to use it. I still need to get a hoodie. I still haven't bought a hoodie. I don't know what's wrong with me. I, I guess it well, just doesn't feel like it's hockey weather yet because it's still kind of warm. In, in say Phoenix, it's, so. it's fire and brimstone out there, so I don't expect you to be wearing a sweatshirt. <laughs> I, I'd hope yeah, I haven't, I haven't thought of hoodies yet. But yeah, shifthockey.com, promo code LAP10, all caps, L-A-P, the number 10. Get you 10% off. Go check them out. And, and what's our Mighty, Mighty Seals merch link? Um, Yeah, go to our link tree. Um, It's our... um. Teespring Get you a sticker shop. like this. Yeah, Lou's got the sticker. When that come in yesterday? Uh, a couple days ago. A couple days ago. Um, yeah. Um, I have some family that uh bought some shirts. Um, one of my aunts in uh Buffalo. Two of my aunts in Buffalo. One got the um Mighty Seals shirt. I think it was a shirt, maybe a sweater. And then um, my other aunt got a um the plum the plum shirt. So they got their stuff yesterday um so if you did order stuff you should be getting it 
um, when we first launched it. If you ordered it, you should be getting it now. But yeah, that's in our uh, that's in our link tree. Go to uh, the Teespring link there, and you can find our Mighty Seals stuff. And yes, Seal Ten Seal in all caps, and then the number ten gets you ten. Well, yeah, gets you ten percent off. And then that's for all of October. So make sure you you get that done. Buy some Mighty Seal stuff this month. I have a shirt on the way because I was uh, problem solving for you yesterday. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I bought, yeah. I bought one. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, my mom uh, got my dad one. So very cool. He'll be he'll be rocking the the Mighty Seal in no time. <laughs> Well, we are going to rapid fire some of the uh, more important things from the first couple days of the season. Um, Nikita Kucherov got the first goal of the year. Um, the Lightning were the first team to win this year, beating the Predators, um, which yep. was, you know, they didn't look the, that impressive. One of those pack watch games, at least in yeah. our, our realm. Uh, the Knights, I will give it to them. I usually think that the on-ice stuff is kind of corny, but the the slot machine to do the I banner like raising that. was pretty was pretty clever. Um, yeah. at least because the slot machine looked good, it wasn't just like really like hokey and cheesy. Yeah. Um, I mean they kind of just steamrolled the uh, the Kraken. Like that game, I found myself spacing out because like nothing was going on just because they got the lead and they held the lead <laughs> yeah that was, was a pretty fun Pittsburgh. opening night though yeah then like lou said we had uh pittsburgh losing once again to the blackhawks um in kind of epic fashion uh connor bedard's first game got his first point on an assist um i mean the big story with that is the fact that is the most viewed opening night of all time In, now for ESPN. Yeah. Like that's ever. pretty nuts, but Hey, you know, we, we all knew that Connor Bedard was going to bring a lot of eyes in the Chicago market and it has certainly done that, which be as upset as you will about not finishing first, like we did. Um, but having, guys like Bedard that have that kind of pull, you know, really does help bring more eyes to the sport and it brings yeah. new people to the sport. Like, yeah, yeah, of course it had to be the Blackhawks, but you know, that's the great thing about the NHL is he's not going to be the only one that's going to bring more people in, you know, having guys yeah. like Fantilli, having the Carlson's of the world. I mean, Having yeah. having the short king Zach Benson playing for the Sabers, <laughs> he's so tiny. My God, but you know, it's but, yeah. pretty cool. Um, you know, ESPN doing really well also is a good sign because you know, the more eyes on hockey in general, the better. Mm -hmm. And it's even got the the Pat McAfee show talking about it. Man, they had Connor Bedard on uh, opening opening night, like before the game, they had him on the show. Um, talking about hockey they even had like a segment today he had his own segment on the show pat mcafee and it's just hockey is a hockey is awesome segment and he just went on this whole thing about how he just enjoys hockey and if you don't watch hockey you should be and it was really cool it was a really cool uh segment they had um you can find it on twitter uh it's 
about a six minute clip. It's pretty cool. I mean, it, it's getting it's getting new people to watch and stuff, and it's uh, it just shows you like we I, I've talked about this before when the NHL signed this TV deal with ESPN that it's it's a big deal whether you like ESPN or not covering it. You know, a lot of people say they don't know how to cover hockey, they don't know about hockey. Whatever you say, like it's still a big deal. Like the NHL being with ESPN is is important, and it's it's showing for sure so far in year three. Like I can already tell that year three with them is probably going to be pretty crazy. It, it it should be the best yet. So that's a lot of fun. And TNT is a whole other thing. Like they've been doing, they do they've been doing a really good job since day one. So I think all fronts have been killing. It's, yeah. Yep. Fun stuff. Well, we can get into our uh, questions and stuff. Uh, we'll start with our Hockey 365 topic of the week. And shout out, as always, he is on top of things. Uh, I know he said he's going to be taking some days off instead of doing full, you know, seven days a week. Um, the fact that he was even doing that before is just incredible. Um, so definitely yeah. take your break, bud. Like, we understand there will be plenty more highlights <laughs> um but you know he's always killing it everything up to date you know he's our pal but he asks us this week how many games into the season will it take until we can start drawing conclusions at conclusions as to who is going to be good and who is going to be bad i usually think the 20 25 30 ish game mark is typically what i wait for so yeah. mm-hmm. like everyone like, yeah, everyone always uses American Thanksgiving as kind of like that benchmark of like, oh, you know, I think that's the proper time to, you know, make evaluations. Yeah. And I and I agree with that as well. You know, I mean, you're always going to get the people that are going to overreact to the first two weeks of the season. And, you know, you know, you're going to get the people where if the Ducks do well for the first two weeks of the season, you know, they're going to be like, oh, playoff team, playoff team. And then if you get the people and then, you know, if the Ducks kind of look like shit for the first two weeks you're gonna get the this is a disaster fire for beak you know people but um yeah uh, it's not nothing is really nothing is really up for a fair discussion until about about the 20 25 game mark i would say That's i mean if you're being if you're being petty like i was today making fun of my coworkers <laughs> or kings fans that went to the game last night but <laughs> they all agreed i told them Having Cam Talbot as your goalie is not great. <laughs> Saw it firsthand. You know, I I can never talk when like Kings games are going down and uh, it's not going well for that team in LA. I just I can't talk because I feel like anytime I like to poke fun, the Ducks just make it blow up in my face. So I try to stay quiet. It's hard. It's hard sometimes. But I was I was I think I did a pretty good job last night without saying anything, especially to Ryan. We're proud of you. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I stayed on the. Cause I, on the... Oh, because I said I said something because of Ryan. So you and I took two different. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed on the baseball topic because he was also upset about the Dodgers. So I just I kind of poked fun at him and was talking about the snakes. So. You can't kick him in when he's down too much. <laughs> but yeah, like Connor said, 20, 25 games, maybe even 30. You know, like it's always talked about in hockey media where it's kind of that American Thanksgiving. It's kind of, they always have this record where 
there's like a stat out there that teams that are in a playoff position by American Thanksgiving, there's like a certain percentage of those teams that make it to the playoffs by the end of the year. So it's kind of kind of the the window there. You have until opening night. Yeah. So that's what I would say. Yeah. I mean, can't really deny like an actual like percentage like the fact that there's a number attached to it and it is yeah, yeah. pretty pretty accurate you know is that it, it's hard to to disagree with that I, I think the only scenario where it happens earlier is if just everybody's injured because yeah. that's kind of the telltale sign of like oh it's gonna be one of those years <laughs> but, yeah exactly but that kind of quarter mark of the year definitely it is easier because by then you, you've had at least a month's worth of games and you can really tell if the systems, if it's like a systems thing or if it's just bad luck. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I certainly don't think after the shit show that was the Oilers game last night that they're not going to be, you know, one of the best teams in the league this year. It's just sometimes games like that happen. You just <laughs> don't come out and just doesn't go your way. Yep. Yeah. So our first question, this one is mainly pointed at Lou. It comes from our good pal, Jake Rudolph. I asked, is a, uh, is a Hot Pocket a calzone? Not answering that question. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> what? I'm just not answering. I'm not going to dignify that question. Answer what side are you on? The answer is no. The answer it's not. No. But Okay. That reminds Hot me pocket. of the, Jake, the debate. I, Jake, though. Jake. Ask better questions next time, please. Thank you. <laughs> wow. That reminds me of the uh, is a pop tart a ravioli conversation. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel Lou. like you have some thoughts about this, Lou. It's what? <laughs> no. <laughs> next question. <laughs> Keep it rolling. Think your game ended behind you, Chris. Oh God, what happened? (laughs) It's like, wait, the TV went dark. (laughs) Everything okay? Yeah, I think you just got an error. I'm interested to see what's happening. No, I don't understand. I don't understand. (laughs) All right. Well, anyway, (laughs) Our, our next one comes from Rooch. Uh, over on Twitter, and he asks, uh, "Can we scream out Leo whenever time, whenever Great. he scores a goal at Honda Center?" Sure, I say, why not? We all, need all the power to you. We need Ducks games to be rowdy again. Yeah, yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. If like I, I, I responded to him. I said, you know, why not? If if Leo gets a point, it doesn't even have to be a goal. If he gets an assist, you hear his name. Uh, announced for an assist or whatever, if it's a goal, I think we should we should chant Leo for like a good thirty seconds to yeah, a minute. Be... Or, or go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. I was gonna say or like when when they drop the puck after the goal, chant Leo until the next whistle. Why not? Let's make sure we're not towing the line between like cool and corny though with that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to be like, I want to be like fun buzzed at Ducks games again and not buzzed because I'm just trying to sit through a shitty hockey team. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
it, it, it definitely changes the vibe. They should just pump in like a lion roar anytime he scores. Yeah. <laughs> just go full uh, NHL on them. Just yeah. squeaky horns and a lion roar. <laughs> Our next one comes from Barry. He asks, what do you think happens to the roster when Isaac Lundestrom returns from injury? I, I think he slots back into the, to the three C or four C. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, it just, it just adds a little bit more depth. I don't think it's really going to be, you know, r- roster shaking or roster shattering when, when Lundestrom comes back, but um, yeah, you know, it'll be, it'll be good to have the center depth back. You know, we can maybe push Carrick to the wing on the fourth line and have Lundestrom center it. Um, especially, you know, especially if uh, Bo grew is still up here and it looks like he belongs, you know, you don't want to rob him of, of what he may have earned at that point. So um, yeah, it just, it just adds you more depth, a little bit more flexibility. Um, presumably by that time, you know, 11, 91, 19 should be a set in stone <laughs> line for you. Hope so. Yeah. Just thinking of all the ones and nines on the ice just gives me anxiety just because I know I'm going to trail off and just not know who I'm watching. <laughs> yeah. And Earlier today, you guys all saw Derek Lee uh, tweeted out the Ducks lines this morning. Yep. And that bottom six, that bottom six. So there's certainly Not lines. Not great. Uh, Not those great. are lines. But yeah, you know, the top six, it was uh, Henry, Zegras, Terry, Vitrano, McTavish, Strom. Not bad. Yep. I mean, pretty standard for what we can expect, I think. So. Yeah. And, you know, when. I mean, that'll, that'll switch when Leo's back. I'm yeah. sure we'll go back to Zegers, Carlson, Terry, once he's healthy after the first two games. So, you know, just got to kind of. <laughs> yeah. Cause that fourth line is Carrick Johnston and, and Leeson. Um, yeah. You know, so All when, when Carlson. I did see Brett Leeson yeah. though. I mean, yeah, he had a really good preseason. He's yeah. really good. And then maybe we typecasted him wrong last year under Dallas Higgins. He looks like a bit of a new player. So <laughs> hopefully, that, yeah. hopefully that continues. Maybe Sam Carrick comes back to two years ago. Well, Carrick's also healthier than he was last year, too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. a return to form definitely, I think, is in order in that regard. Um, I mean, like I said, I, I think... By then, you have Carlson bumping Zegers to wing on that top line. So he's probably a third, fourth line center. But again, it's not going to be altering like, you know, a call up or having a kid play or something like that for sure. Mm -hmm. The Knights just scored again behind you, Chris. Oh, they're taking care of business, huh? I mean, they are playing the Sharks. They are playing the Sharks, yeah. Okay, we have a fun one from Appa. He said, if you guys won the lottery, what are your first three purchases? Uh, Depends on the winnings, obviously. But let's just say that you win, like, um, a a boat. Powerball, I I don't think anyone's won it. I think it's over a billion now. That you actually keep. Yeah, I don't know. I actually don't know. <laughs> yeah. Your Definitely. first three purchases? Yeah. Probably I would buy my grandparents a new house. Uh, probably a new house for me. 
then I don't know. I don't know the third thing. Property for myself, probably retire my mom, uh, get her a house. But um, third one, just because I'd want to buy something stupid and then figure the rest out after that, probably like my dream guitar or something like that. <laughs> yeah, my my first two things were houses as well. <laughs> um, I'd probably get a house in, uh, they'd both both be in Arizona, but different places. Like I would want one in the Phoenix area. It's like Paradise Valley. It's like just, it's right next to Scottsdale. It's like just west of Scottsdale. It's beautiful. Like all of the, like just crazy houses throughout Paradise Valley. I love it through there. Sometimes I'll just like take a ride through there. It's beautiful. I would buy a house there and then I'd buy another house, but in Flagstaff. And uh, the third thing, I don't know. Maybe I think it'd be cool to buy like a minority like stake in like a hockey team. Oh, that'd be cool. Whether it's yeah. whether it's like an NHL or AHL, ECHL, even junior hockey or something. I think it'd be kind of cool to have your name on something like that. Hard ownership. At least yeah. for me. No. Yeah. Maybe kind well, of cool. the team starts doing bad and then they're telling you to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sell the team. CJK sell the team. Uh, my my one would be retiring my parents for sure, just because they worked hard for a lot. Um, and property for myself is also you know I don't know why you wouldn't say that. Yeah, in the same vein as you, Chris, I would go a step further, saying I would want to build my own rink. Oh, but knowing right. what it costs to operate and like have a facility, um, <laughs> it's kind of a de- detriment and like a little bit of a downer. But like, if you have fuck it money, like, yeah, you know, at that point, <laughs> you know, what, what what's stopping you? But yeah, exactly. I don't know. I feel like building a building a rink would be fun. Mm-hmm. But like pick, cool. picking out a place is like the one the one thing for me. It'd be like that's the only like I don't know because <laughs> do I want to go up north? Do I want to go someplace that's colder? Like yeah. a lot of, a lot of options there. Yeah. Okay, pretty, our last pretty cool. Our last one comes from Haley. Um, she asked which hockey player or players you think would succeed in the NFL. Uh, Tage Thompson, tight end. Oh, oh yeah, Tage Thompson. He's a big dude. That's I feel a like, good question. I feel like Ryan Did, Reeves as uh, any sort of like defense, just because of how big he is. I talked about how I ran into Tage Thompson in Glendale, right? Yeah. Before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just seeing him, him in person, like he's huge. He's a huge dude. Like yep. we locked eyes and it was awkward. Crosby. <laughs> Sidney Crosby, Nate McKinnon, running back. Alex Ovechkin, linebacker. <laughs> OV linebacker. I don't know. Well, you know, the was it Bauer that posted those videos of like Zegris, Beneers, and and uh who was the other one? Was it Jack Hughes? They were all playing football. They were all playing like, yeah. 
that whole group, like that whole like Zegris Hughes group, they all give me DB vibes. Yeah. Just be a bunch of safeties and corners. And yeah. Bunch of shit. Zegris Johnny has a good Ga- arm. Johnny actually... Gaudreau strikes me as a kicker. <laughs> yeah. A kicker or a punter? Punter. Be a good punt he, yeah. I like, I like punter. Maybe. Yeah. And I feel Leo. What, what would Leo play? He's big. I don't know. I feel like one player that could probably go out there and actually succeed and like make a team. I could see it being like Victor Hedman or like Brent Burns. I feel like Brent Burns would, would be very good at football for some reason. I have no idea why. I don't know what he, what position he'd play, but maybe linebacker or even tight end, just how big he is. I just feel like get him the ball and let him, let him do the rest. Like I feel like he would destroy guys out there. To me, the the comment about like Zegers and like the Hughes brothers and all that, I, I don't think they would do well, do well in the NFL. They they strike me as like flag football players. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just the backyard football. <laughs> yeah, like the the kids you'd see around the park at the baseball field playing wiffle ball, like for like yeah. seven hours. <laughs> They give just off playing just that, football in the that backyard. group, like, ruckus vibes. Just Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? It's two-hand touch. <laughs> you pull the flag. <laughs> well, that was it question-wise. I know we wanted to keep it a little short. So uh, uh, Before we go, before we go, uh, shout out to the Texas Rangers for embracing Creed. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. I want them to go all the way. <clears throat> And that I hope Scott Sapp out. sings the national anthem at one of their games. <laughs> that is 100% lap approved. That's great. I absolutely Ooh. love it. Um, hopefully we get to play the Creed. Higher. Dude, did you <laughs> see that sing-along they did a couple of days ago? Yeah. That was, absolute that was, so, that was so good. Just chills. Did you get goosebumps? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> hopefully we'll be able to post the uh, the Creed video more this year than we did last year somebody should embrace Nickelback and then on the American <laughs> League side or the National League side and then we have Creed versus Nickelback for the World Series yeah that'd be great <laughs> that, that would cer- be certainly an idea yeah, that'd, that'd be, great. be something <laughs> yeah alright you want to take us out yeah. Chris yeah that is all for the Later Bibles podcast this week. Um, if you stay to the end, we thank you very much for always staying to the end. If you do so, if you like listener questions, if you ever have any questions, make sure you hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. You can follow us there at Later Bibles Pod. And literally every social media platform you can think of, just go on there, search Late Arrivals Pod. I guarantee you we're on there. I've made so many profiles over the last few months because of the the, the rocky road that Twitter's been on. So we're everywhere. Um, TikTok, um, our friend Chanel over there is doing a great job. Love what she's putting out um, on our TikTok and stuff. It's a lot of fun. And I'm, I'm posting some of our clips over there too. Um, so make sure you're following us there. Uh, follow Inside the Rink um, on Twitter as well and Instagram. Uh, follow their YouTube channel so you can watch us if you'd rather watch. Um, and you don't want to watch on Twitch, you'd rather watch the YouTube platform of it. Um, we're there every week. Um, but yeah, and if you if you enjoy our stuff, uh, you're listening right now, uh, whether you're on Apple or Spotify or wherever you're listening, 
if you're able to leave a rating, please do. Um, if you're a, if, if, um, you could leave a review, if that's an option, please leave us a review. Um, ratings and reviews really help the show a lot. Um, helps us move up in the hockey podcast charts in the United States and uh, kind of gets us noticed a little bit more. So just a little thing. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Or even if you don't want to leave a review and you just want to do the the rating, go for it. Um, it helps us out tremendously, and we really appreciate it. So please do so. Um, but, yeah, that's about it. Um, Duck start this weekend. Should be fun. We'll Let me uh, up Sunday. By the time... By the time we 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 talk again, we'll be two games in. We'll see how this weekend goes. We gave our little predictions. We'll see how close we get. Um, have some yeah. actual ducks hockey was, to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, finally get some meaningful hockey. And the other three guys here will be at the game on Sunday. The home yep. opener. So go say hi to Let them. Meet up. You guys first intermission by the team Let store. First intermission team store. Maybe get a cool picture. Maybe some crash the pond guys will be there. I'm not sure, but um, FaceTime Chris. FaceTime me, make me feel like I'm part of the part of the team. <laughs> we'll just set you up on the on like a trash can and just talk to you from there. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's all. That's all. Promo code lap. See ya. Code lap. We'll see y'all see next, next week guys. with uh hopefully favorable results. But you know, yeah. Remember, this is the vibes plus season. Vibes plus. <laughs> Yep. See you guys. See ya. See ya. You can follow Late Arrivals on both Twitter and Instagram at Late Arrivals Pod. If you feel so inclined, leaving a review and rating wherever you get your podcasts is a great way to show your support and is much appreciated. Take care.